Hey, Love Tribe, get excited for another great episode with Chase and our special guest. But before we start, I wanted to remind you about our amazing and free 14-day happy couple challenge. I don't know about you, but with the upcoming holidays, I'm feeling this hectic energy and I'm craving some grounding, fun, and meaningful connection with my partner. So whether you've been with your partner for many years and you're needing to mix things up or you're a newly coupled and you're looking to dive in to learn more about each other, the 14-Day Happy Couple Challenge is perfect for anyone wanting to deepen their relationship and have fun while doing it. So head on over to our website to sign up. You can start connecting deeper physically and emotionally today over at idopodcast.com slash 14 with our simple, easy, and doable daily challenges arriving straight into your inbox daily. This free 14-Day Challenge will help you break the old habits and build new engaging habits that will push you to create a deeper intimacy with your partner. Sign up today for free for the 14-Day Happy Couple Challenge to start strengthening and improving your relationship today. Head on over to idopodcast.com slash 14. That's idopodcast.com slash 14 to sign up for our free challenge today. Did you know that breast pumps are covered by most insurance plans? Edge Park works with more than 1,500 insurance plans to help moms order a new breast pump that is covered by insurance. And they offer some of the leading brands on the market. Place your order anytime during your pregnancy. Then Edge Park handles the paperwork and sends it to you with free shipping. Visit www.edgepark.com slash Spotify to learn more. Welcome to the show. What is going on, Love Tribe? Thank you for tuning in and joining us here today, wherever you're listening from. We hope you're having a wonderful day, listening in the car, sitting in traffic. Getting your workout on. Running. Swimming. Any of you guys getting fancy? They have waterproof headphones. I used to think that was going to be how I was going to swim and get over the monotony. (laughs) I was going to get what, because I wanted to do it for cross training. Yeah. Never happened. Can you like actually wear them submerged underwater while you're swimming? Yeah. Yeah. have them. H2 audio. Maybe I'm going to pick up swimming now just for that. Yeah. Try that. (laughs) Anyone that listens to this in the swimming pool. I want to know how it works. Hopefully we'll keep you entertained from staring at the black line and. Maybe leave a comment in the love tribe. Be like, yeah, every day when I'm swimming those 100-meter laps, chasing Sarah in my head. Maybe we should start playing some like really pumped-up music so that they At can... At the start? It's, our <laughs> intro music is pretty cool. That's true. Get, cool. get you going. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us if you're underwater or from wherever <laughs> you're joining us from. We are happy to have you. And today we welcome Liz Coliza, and she is a has a private practice as a psychotherapist and parenting educator in the St. Louis area. And she is also a researcher and program designer for Lasting Labs, which helps um, to build Lasting, the app that we talk about. And we don't talk about really the app and the technology of it, but more so 
what they're finding on this uh, marriage app. It basically has exercises and stuff. And some of those same exercises uh, we talk about that you can apply to your relationship and the things she's finding that, that are popular as far as what other couples are wanting to apply. And they have close to 5,000 reviews in the app store. So it's definitely a popular app, which is awesome to hear and see uh, that people are out there working on their relationship just like you guys listening, tuning in to us. Yeah. I think one of my favorite parts of the interview is when she talks about the questions to ask your partner to kind of create that new novelty and to learn more about your partner. Because really, after 10 years, like Chase and I, we change as people. And so it's important to continue to ask those questions about your partner so that you're continuing to learn about them. And so she gives some great questions uh, to ask your partner. And then we also have in our online course, Spark My Relationship, we have a whole lesson dedicated to these 36 questions that Dr. Aaron has created that give you that spark back in your relationship. Um, Chase and I actually did these questions that we talked about in the interview back in, where were we? Hood River? Yeah, last summer. Yeah. And we had the, the guys that were sitting next to us at the table. Chase had gotten up to go to the bathroom. And they looked over at me and they said, are you guys married? Is that <laughs> we were on like a first date? Uh, yeah, maybe. because we were asking so many like random questions, but it was really sweet and you know, it lasted, I mean, we had a two hour dinner and we were still had unanswered questions. So we would love for you guys to check that out. Um, you can do so on the website, sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. And there is a special offer just for the podcast listeners. Yeah, check that out. And like we say in the episode, it's important to take this information. You're you're doing a great job just by trying to get this information, listening to these shows, but then really take that next step and apply it to yourself. Take the time to ask the questions with your partner, get them involved, because uh, Sarah and I don't do it nearly enough. And it takes work. It takes constantly reminding yourself and uh, getting on the team with your partner and making it happen, because it doesn't happen on its own. <laughs> as uh, as we all, we know, we know this, it's not a secret, but this will be the, uh, the kickstart yes. for Sarah and I, and hopefully <laughs> you guys to get back at it ask these fun and interesting questions to get to know your partner and make it happen. So as always, thank you for tuning in and enjoy today's show. Today's show is brought to you by our online course, Spark My Relationship. Create more passion, improve your communication, and build a stronger, more intimate connection with your partner in less than 90 days. We've collaborated with 15 therapists and psychologists to bring you the strategies marriage therapists teach their clients. To unlock a special offer only for ID podcast listeners, visit sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock. That's sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock. Hi, Liz. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Hey, Chase and Sarah. Thank you guys for having me. I'm excited to chat with you today. Liz, we like to start the show with having you tell us and our listeners why you enjoy helping people improve their relationships. Sure. Um, you know, I think that at the core of that is a, a deep belief that we are social and relational beings, all of us. And all of us as humans desire deep connection with other people. 
you know, we have this core desire to be known by others. And I think when we get married, we assume that we should know how to do that. We assume that everyone else is doing it and we should also have those skills or we should know how to make it work. And if it's not working, I think we can feel a lot of shame and fear when really some of us don't have the skills and we just haven't been taught what it means to work on a marriage or we don't know that marriage takes work. And so I think through my work as a therapist, I've seen how in relationships there is, there's the propensity for deep hurt and pain, but there's also this incredible space for healing and growth. And, you know, I love helping people realize that they can connect with other people, that they can put in the work um, to make relationships work. And I love seeing people mature and grow through that. We agree and think that uh, it's an important thing for us all to realize is that we're not born with these skills and it takes work. And that's why we love interviewing people like yourself. And today we're going to focus on a tool that uh, is helping a lot of people and that you're actually one of the researchers helping out and forming uh, the app Lasting, which is a uh, relationship app that helps people maintain the health of their marriage. And it's just interesting because it's along the lines of this podcast in that in the age of the internet, we have access to so many great resources. And having started this podcast, not with the idea that we had this passion for helping people improve their relationships. It was really, we didn't see podcasts that had a lot of relationship advice that we would like to listen to necessarily. So we started our own just kind of like that. And, and, but this age of being able to get this information um, for ourselves. And then I'm an avid listener of many types of podcasts, but that these skills and, and relating to people or different ways to communicate are more widely accessible, that knowledge. And, and so this app lasting is just like another iteration of that. And I feel like it's the future of becoming a, a better human. Obviously, you know, it's not a revelation, like technology is the future. But like, I mean, I just see like virtual reality is going to be a big thing that's a part of our lives and being able to relate to people more empathetically because you're experiencing different perspectives, like virtually. There's all sorts of crazy stuff. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but we could just talk about this uh, app and what you're finding as a researcher and a therapist as far as like feedback and and the things that couples are finding valuable on the app. Like maybe there's things that are sticking out more than others. Be really interested uh, to hear that and for the information for Sarah and I and for our listeners. So uh, I know that's a lot, but let's dive in. What is... Uh, what is it like working on this app and, and seeing it affecting people's lives? Yeah. 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 Um, no, I'm excited about this app. And um, it's something that I've gotten to the privilege to be a part of for the last, you know, almost three years now. And um, yeah, I think we share the same, the same vision and mission of using social media, podcast technology, right, to make skills, relationship skills accessible to all people. And that's a huge part of what the app is about. It's um, about making it accessible for people to learn these vital relationship skills and kind of 
making those skills digestible. So putting them into five to seven minute sections that people can pull up on their phone every day. Um, it's been a huge, you know, it's been a huge challenge and exciting adventure being a part of the app. I, I do the research and I also write a good bit of the content as well. And my background is as a psychotherapist and I work mainly with couples and adults. And the type of therapy I do is interpersonal. And so it's all about the relationship in the room. So when I met Steve and he had this idea to build this app that was going to help people improve their marriages, I was both excited and also challenged with the idea because, you know, an app is something you hold in your phone and it's not a relationship with someone. (laughs) Um, So trying to translate what I do in the therapy room into these exercises for people has been, I mean, a, a great stretch of my creativity, imagination and skills. Yeah, it seems like it's uh, obviously a new medium uh, to be doing this and uh, a challenge. And and I know there's like different exercises and and things that couples can can go through. And I kind of look at it like listening to this podcast or another podcast. It's like if you're gaining like one percent new knowledge that that is going to help your relationship, then it's worth the five to 10 minute lesson or the 30 minute podcast, because it's going to help you go through life in a better way and have more happiness. The same things can certainly detract from relationships as we've talked a lot on this podcast about social media and technology addiction. So I think when we see positive things like this, and obviously we're a big proponent of podcasts, it's interesting to see how it's happening on the ground. I saw that there's like close to 5,000 reviews for the app, which tells me like that's a a lot of people uh, downloading it and recognizing that relationships take work because like you mentioned, like we assume like we're just able to know these things. And Mm. uh, obviously that's not the case. So within that context, like, are there any particular areas of conflict resolution or, or um, just understanding your partner that, that you're able to see are more popular than others within, within the application? Sure. Um, Yeah, we, we've covered quite, you know, a huge, arena of issues so far in the app and we're continuing to add to different relational issues and skills but I think what we've seen that people really like and you know I think people people really like that it's um short segments it's kind of like when you go to a gym and you start working out and you get kind of little spurts every day and you slowly build new habits and skills and I think within that I think the concept of emotional calls has been really big for people. Users um, love that idea. And it kind of, some people talk about it kind of blowing open their understanding of relationships. And, you know, emotional calls are these small attempts between you and your partner throughout the day to emotionally connect. And we're always making them back and forth with our partner. Sometimes they're direct and honest, and sometimes they're passive and subtle. And the person that's on the receiving end has the choice of how to respond to what their person's asking, what their partner's asking for, right? So just this idea that relationships are built upon small interactions between you and your partner, and that when you 
are able to ask for what you need directly and honestly, and your partner is able to move towards you and meet that need, it's like these little building blocks for your relationship. That makes a lot of sense. And just the the short lessons, like you mentioned, that are on the app, it's why we try to keep these podcasts like 30 to 40 minutes and concise and, and not too wordy as I'm doing here with this commentary. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that to the larger picture of like working on your relationship doesn't need to be this big project. Like you don't, obviously it's a, it is a big project. It is important, but that to chip away at it, it's like the little things. It's like the little work, the trying to understand how to communicate better using, let's say I statements instead of you statements, and then reminding yourself to do that. That's like a very simple, small thing Mm -hmm. could easily be put in a five minute lesson. And now, but then keeping that in the forefront of your mind and making that like a daily ritual habit practice. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, some of us have never stopped to think about the way that we ask for things, the language that we use. And some of us with our partner, we just get into these habits of relating that we're not even putting words to what we're actually communicating back and forth, right? It's kind of the unsaid, the unstated. So when you can, when you can empower a person, a couple to use I statements to say, I feel this, when this happens, I need this from you. It really opens up the door for people to connect differently. So on on these individual lessons, can you kind of give us a little overview of what it's like when somebody signs in and checks out like the first lesson, for example, what they could expect? Sure. Um, Yeah, I, I love the, you know, the guy that founded it, Steve, who I work with, came up with this metaphor of a gym membership. And I like that because when you go to the gym and you, if you were to meet with a trainer, they would assess all your different areas. And so when you open our app, the first thing you encounter is a overall marriage health assessment. And you answer questions about how you feel about your relationship. And then at the end, you get this screen that tells you your strengths and your areas, areas for improvement. And then you're rec- we recommend to you which different series tracks you should go through next. Um, so you're kind of set up with a program to then go through. So then whenever you want to pull up your phone, it's kind of broken down into chunks that we call series. And the series has, they have different themes to them. So you'd see appreciation, emotional connection, conflict, emotional intelligence, et cetera. And then you can click on that. And then it's within each series, it's broken down into sessions. And so each session takes between five to 10 minutes, depending on what it is. Some of them are audio and you just, you can either listen to it or you can read through and it's psychoeducation about a certain area of your your relationship. And then a lot of them are exercises and we tried to make it as interactive as possible with it still being an app. And so it's kind of helping you to explore yourself, your relationship within the context of this topic. And then it's asking you to then also write things to make choices to kind of put your thoughts, your emotions onto these screens of the app. The really cool part about the app, which I love, is that you can pair your answers with your partner's answers. And so your partner can actually see what you're working on and can, you guys can share kind of where you are and what you're finding out and learning. 
Can you tell which category more couples tend to want to get relationship help on? Like, is it the conflict area? Or I know you mentioned a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, yes, the conflict area is very popular. Um, we also have, in addition to the conflict area, we have one called repair, which goes even deeper, kind of below the surface of conflict into attachment styles. And the aim is to address attachment wounds that people have. So things that have happened within the relationship that have left one or both people feeling rejected, betrayed, or abandoned. Um, so those are, those are both very popular. And then the, the emotional connection one is quite popular. And we've definitely covered all of those issues on past episodes. And yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, you already have a large sample size, but just as it continues to grow and we have all this data um, of what the most common, sure, they've done surveys, you know, marriage therapists for years of, you know, most common um, areas of conflict in the relationships. But then the better we can understand relationships as a whole, the better we can tools implemented to tackle the problems. And then as every generation has unique and new sets of uh, issues, you know, like, like now I think it's no secret, like the problem of our time is like among, obviously you have the traditional issues of communication and, and, and but now time is just being sucked from us with technology, with, um, yeah, social media, our attention. And I feel like we don't even understand fully the implications of uh, childhood development and relationship impact and in relationships with friends and family, how it's affecting those things. So it's funny that we, we have the app that's certainly helping those things, but within the that whole paradigm, there's things that are pulling us apart. Yeah. Totally. And, and we're, we're using the app to try to help relationships, right? It's, <laughs> I mean, trying to meet people where they are, yet we know that technology does not necessarily advance relationships. So it's an interesting, it's an interesting venture, right? Um, but I th- even within our app, we do have a series on technology and on kind of what it does do to relationships and how you can use it in positive ways and also how to limit technology. Um, and I also, I, another part of our app, it does send, it sends you notifications and it sends you coaching sessions. And so you can actually change within the app, you can set different notifications for yourself. So you can get reminders on your phone to express ap- appreciation to your partner or to ask your partner what they need, kind of catered in the way that you want to your relationship. And so I see that as one way trying to push against I guess the detriment of technology is, you know, using technology, the fact that everyone has their phone in their hand or their pocket and trying to remind people to do things that are personal, things that are between two people, not just between you and a phone. I love that you mentioned the reminders because we were just talking to another therapist a couple hours ago that had mentioned to, to do reminders, to we were talking about specifically making sure you meet your the love language of your partner. And if you don't match, sometimes it can be very hard to show love with that particular love language. So setting a reminder can remind you to do that. So I love that mm-hmm. example. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I think sometimes 
I even talk to people about that in sessions. And I say, you know, it might feel forced, it might feel rehearsed, but you you need to retrain your brain and your heart in these habits in order to be able to make it a part of your relationship. We all need reminders. So we talked a little bit about uh, the, one of the lessons within the app of uh, emotional connectedness. And it seems like this is an area that with all the distractions we have today, that it can be hard to continually put money into that piggy bank, like to emotionally connect with your partner. And then you throw in kids and it's something that takes proactive attempts on on a daily basis if you can. So what can couples do to emotionally connect with their partner uh, day to day? But first, we want to tell you about today's sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Indochino. All right, guys, I'm pretty excited about today's sponsor, Indochino, because they are a made-to-measure menswear company. And if you haven't seen pictures of me, I'm 6'3", I got long arms, skinny legs, skinny waist. Freak of nature. Uh, I wouldn't wouldn't describe it as that. I'm kidding. (laughs) But they make made-to-measure suits, shirts, to your exact measurements for an unparalleled fit and comfort. And if you are engaged, planning a wedding, or if you just want some excellent fitting clothes, they have tons of options for outfitting you for leisure, for work, or for all your groomsmen and your upcoming wedding. So if you're planning a beach wedding, they have a variety of casual shirts as well as tuxedos and dress shirts for more formal weddings. And Sarah and I's wedding was the first time I had a suit that was tailor-made to my measurements, and it certainly makes a difference, uh, especially if you have, what did you call me, a freak of nature? Um, <laughs> yeah, but you look super fly. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, super fly. <laughs> Thank you. So if you got a wedding coming up or if you just want to look super fly, as Sarah says, check them out because they have also a wide selection of high-quality fabrics and colors to choose from with the ability to personalize the details, including your lapel, as Sarah corrected me in the (laughs) first recording. Take take three. Take three. (laughs) The lining, pockets, buttons, and you can write your own monogram. And this week, our listeners can get any premium Indochino suit for just $379 at Indochino.com. Dot com when you enter the promo code I do at checkout. That's 50% off the regular price for a made-to-measure premium suit. Plus, shipping is free. That's Indochino.com, promo code I do for any premium suit for just $379 and free shipping. Get this incredible deal for a premium made-to-measure suit. Once you go custom, you don't go back. Today's episode is also brought to you by our course, Spark My Relationship. You're listening to the podcast, so you probably want to create more passion, improve your communication, and build a stronger, more intimate connection with your partner. And if you can do it in less than 90 days, even better. We say it all the time on the show, a mediocre relationship is easy, but a passionate, authentic, and satisfying relationship takes work. It doesn't just happen on its own. And that's why Sarah really did all the heavy lifting on this. <laughs> and you created, too. 
this course with the therapist that we've had on the show to really help you with the specific tools, exercises needed to create the lasting and positive improvements rather than just listening to the show and not really implementing them. This is a great way to have some accountability in a structured format to put the tools that we talk about on the show into practice. You can do this in 90 days, you can do it from home, and it is self-paced. So it is perfect for turning up the heat in your relationship, having some fun together, and really revolutionizing your intimacy and communication. And like Chase mentioned before, we've worked with 15 psychologists and therapists to bring you the strategies that marriage therapists teach their clients. And just some of those strategies are how to eliminate unhelpful old habits, develop mindful awareness to help improve stress management, learn healthy and successful communication tools, create a deeper, more intimate bond and strengthen your couple micro culture and future together. So for our listeners only, we are offering a special promo for the course. You can find it at sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock, and you can access a special pricing just for you guys. So again, check out sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock for your special promo. Check it out. Don't waste (laughs) any more time. Do Do it. Yeah, that's a a great overarching question, right? For all relationships, I think. Um, And I would say, yeah, that the emotional calls are huge, but, you know, the foundation of our marriages is a friendship, right? It's this connection that we have, an emotional connection. Um, And so another way to build that is to continue to update the way that you understand your partner's world. So to, to know that your partner is a different distinct person than you are and to continue to ask them questions to express interest and curiosity in who they are and what they're thinking about, what they're dreaming about. I think it's easy after a couple years of marriage to assume that we know our partner. They haven't changed and we can kind of get stuck and take them for granted. So to continue to stretch yourself to ask open-ended questions of your partner, to express curiosity in what they do, who they are, Um, And then I think, you know, we talked about expressing appreciation and that's just huge kind of within all of the relationship and finding times, whether it's via text, telling your partner that you appreciate them for who they are, but also for what they do for the marriage. And then I think something that's crucial that often gets lost in the busyness of life is um, the rituals that we have in our relationships. And we all, all marriages have rituals. We all have ways that we do things within our marriage. And we can either be very intentional about those or we can just kind of let them happen to us and kind of not pay attention to them. But they do make a huge difference. And what I mean by rituals, I kind of call them connection rituals. And, you know, it's the way that you wake up in the morning and greet each other. It's the way that you leave each other in the morning. If one person's going to work and the other person's staying home, it's the way that you reunite at the end of the day. It's the way that you have dinner together. It's the way that you connect at the end of the night. Um, we have all of these different points that we can connect with our partner. And you know, to increase emotional connection, we can really spend time talking about those specific details with each other. And I'll do this with couples in sessions and have them talk through, what does it look like when you get home from work? What's going on? What are you feeling? What are you thinking? What do you need? What do you need? And having them explicitly say to each other, 
here's what's going on for me. Here's what I need. How can we do this differently? And I think at different points in our relationship, we have to renegotiate all of these things, you know, and parenthood is a huge one. When you have kids, everything gets thrown up in the air and you have to renegotiate how you connect and how you interact throughout the day. Um, you add another kid, you have to do it again. <laughs> so we have all these different points. And I, I like the word renegotiate because that's what we, got, we have to keep doing. We have to keep adapting to our seasons of life, our season of marriage, and try to keep moving toward each other in certain ways. I love that you really encourage people to to communicate and really ask for what they want in the relationship versus saying what they don't like about what other somebody is doing or what their partner is doing. I think it creates a positive conversation to really move forward in the relationship together, uh, like working together. Mm, yeah. And it's, you know, if you think about it, right, the, the complaint of you keep doing this versus I need this from you. It's much, it's moving in the direction of vulnerability, right? Which can be, it can be difficult and anxiety provoking, but vulnerability is what opens the door for us to emotionally connect differently. There were so many great gems in there. And you mentioned to stay emotionally connected using open-ended questions and that we just get comfortable with our partners and we think we know who they are. But the reality is, is that we are always changing as individuals. So if you're not asking questions, having conversations, that is a new person a week from a week from now, a month from now, years from now. And uh, that's why it's a continuous process. So, but it takes that active trying, like it doesn't just happen. And I think like so many things in the relationship, we just get comfortable and we either, we get into a bad routine or we just get into a routine that's not necessarily negative, but it's just a routine that doesn't have novelty and trying new things or asking new questions. And, and especially in long-term relationship, it's uh, critical to do that. So what are some open-ended questions or some of these specific conversations we can have to keep that interest and to keep the ball rolling in, in knowing your partner? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and I, I actually will provide my couple sometimes with list of open-ended questions, just because sometimes we just need literally people to tell us, here's some things to ask, right? Um, and we can always use help in that area. I would say, you know, the, the, the open-ended questions are the ones that start with what or how, you know, how did you feel about that meeting that you had earlier today? What are you thinking you want to move into in terms of your profession? What are your, I mean, if you want to get big picture, right? Future, if you want to dream with your partner, what's your five-year vision of where you want to be professionally? How do you want our relationship to look in five years? You know, and if you want to talk about the immediate, you know, maybe you want to kind of readjust what you're doing relationally, kind of the way your family culture is going. Maybe some conversations around traditions and rituals, kind of what would you want our dinner time to look like? How do you feel we're connecting right now during the week? Um, and you could even go, you know, you can even expand this, right? We can get into people's personal realms of, you know, what, what, 
are you most afraid of in terms of the next, you know, the next five years? Um, What are you most afraid of professionally? So is is that a good start? Yes, absolutely. I'm (laughs) I'm trying to write them all down. (laughs) I have have lists upon lists (laughs) because we all need help in that realm, right? And I think, you know, something, I'm, I'm a mom of three kids and around the dinner table, my kids are little, they're seven, four, and one. But my husband and I have tried to create the ritual where at dinner, we all share one good, one bad thing from our day. And then the third thing we share, we call a pink scorpion and it can be anything you want. (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. Um, And that's, you know, that's kind of at the the level of where my kids are right now. Um, But I know that other, you know, other families I've heard will say, you know, what's one thing you did that was courageous today? What's one thing you did today that you regret? And what's one thing that you're looking forward to tomorrow? You know, you kind of change it as your family grows and changes. And I think, you know, within our marriages, right, we can have these, within the app, we talk about having, setting up kind of check-in conversations too, where once a week, um, once a month, you and your partner sit down and you check in with each other and you say, what are we doing great in our marriage? What are we doing okay? And what do we really need to work on? And you check in with how each person's feeling. So, you know, I think there's all different ways we can do that to keep expanding. Where is my partner? What's going on for them? And also offering ourselves to our partner. It's so critical. And we're over 200 episodes on this podcast. We've gotten so much great information. And yet we don't do these things, Sarah and I. And, And we really need to do it. And been together for 10 years. And because they don't happen automatically. Like we we keep saying, it's like, we're not born with the ability to know the right questions to ask and when to ask them and to, to do these things. That's why relationships are hard. They don't just automatically, it's not always rainbows and butterflies. Like it takes work. And, and these are great things to think about. And, and ones that Sarah and I, you know, I don't, we don't never do them, but we'll, 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 we'll be like, oh yeah, we got to do that. And we'll write down like our relationship uh, values. And, and we did that as an exercise one time and we have the list on the refrigerator and we were like super motivated and we're like, yeah, we, we got to do it. We keep talking about doing it. And we never do. So it's not never happening. And I remember Sarah brought a list of questions that she took to, uh, we had a date night and it was like questions to get to know your partner again. And it was great and it was fun. So I really encourage our listeners, like take action. So like all the stuff you hear on the podcast, it's great. If you're just getting the information, it's helping for sure, because you're going to internalize it and you're going to take it into the relationship. So it's not that nothing is happening, but the more you can, take deliberate action and like ask these questions, set up these rituals, the better it's going to be. So I I love these questions. And after this episode, this will be a a new reinvigoration into Sarah and I, you know, trying to, trying to do these things and and we'll do them and, and then we'll stop, but hopefully we'll, we'll just do them again. Yeah. Do them again. (laughs) We'll be reminded again. And, uh, but the, the main point is that it takes work. It takes deliberate action, making those habits and, uh, they're not going to happen automatically. Yeah. And that's totally right. And none of us, they 
for none of us, right? We're all trying. And I think in the area of marriage and relationships, we're all lifetime learners. You know, we're all trying to, and especially as you keep going through these life stages, you have to figure things out differently for you and your partner and for your family. Yeah. And, and that's just it. Like kids and as, as your kids grow up, those questions and family dynamics change. And then, yeah, in the relationship, like it's very different when you're together and you just move in than when you're together for 10 years. And, and it's not, it's not like any easier in some ways it's actually harder because you know, your partner pretty well, you're able to get under their skin better with the things you say and, and, or like the monotony of it. And it's harder to create do you novelty. Do that, Chase? I don't do that, but, <laughs> but theoretically you could, but, uh, but yeah, and, and that's why it's like the, the work never ends. Mm-hmm. What I, and I think, I think you guys would agree with this. Um, but, you know, we all have this desire for connection, this longing. But right next to it, right, is this incredible fear of vulnerability and connection, of someone else really seeing us and what that's going to be like, right? So we kind of, all of us are going through life, you know, moving toward people and also negotiating how much distance we have with them. And those things, vulnerability is scary, right? It's overwhelming um, to have someone know you for all that you are, the good, the bad, the ugly. And so it does take practice. It takes continuing to move in that direction of understanding the person you're with and what their fears are, what their shame is connected to, kind of where they are. And yeah, and just keep trying at it and keep practicing it. And that's the the beautiful thing of the relationship is that it's that mirror. Because if you're in a room by yourself, like you're going going to learn so much. <laughs> like you're not learning how how you interact with others and why you feel the need to be loved a certain way. And then that will give you introspection to think about your childhood and and then to examine that and the, all the ways it's affecting your life. And there's so much there. And, and that's why it's so complex, but it's so worthwhile and really what it means to be a human, right? Yeah. And I think, you know, the most growth and maturity that we have as people is when we are loved by another person and we feel safe and secure in that relationship. Then we really have the freedom to thrive for who we are meant to be, right? We have someone that's there supporting us, loving us, that we fall back on. We have the ability to grow and be this individual in the most powerful ways. Yeah, it's kind of a play on behind every great woman is a great man. or behind, you know, More often than not, it's behind every great man is a great there woman. But we're breaking down those gender stereotypes because it's not true, really. Uh, we had a guest mention uh, they had just watched the Ruth Bader Ginsburg documentary and her husband was super supportive of her and her career. And, and I'm not trying to prop up the men here, but I'm saying it can be reversed and, and it's not always behind every great man as a great woman. And often it is. And it's for that reason that those relationships can, can bring out the best in ourselves and allow us the the freedom to be vulnerable and the freedom to discover who we are. And then that's just going to open up doors to, to the rest of our lives and other relationships and professionally and, and everything. Yeah. That's actually the, the next series that I'm working on for the app, um, our personal meaning and then shared meaning. 
and looking at how do how do we create that for ourselves and for our marriage and then how do we move toward those goals and achieve them within a relationship and you know all translated into this app <laughs> very cool and uh that is also another very important topic and one that we'll have to have you back on and we'll, we'll dive into that and that's why we have over 200 episodes and it'll never end because there's always <laughs> there's always angles there's always things to work on and and knowledge to take in and and we love to get it and share it with our listeners apply it to our own relationship we're going to do it we're going to ask some of these questions okay we're, we're going to do it Sarah it's on. okay all right. <laughs> all right well Liz thank you so much for coming on sharing this great information why don't we finish up by having you tell our listeners where they can find you online and then we'll say goodbye Sure. Yeah. Thanks, Chase and Sarah, for having me. It was really fun to talk to you guys. And I appreciate what you guys are doing in the podcast realm as far as, far as empowering couples to improve their relationships. And you can find me and the app at getlasting.com. And you can go to the app store and download um, Lasting is the name of the app. Excellent. We'll have the link to the app on your show notes page on our website at idopodcast.com. And thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you. Hi, guys. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always, all the links are in the show notes page, as well as on the podcast description. And while you're on our website, we encourage you guys to check out our 14 day happy couple challenge. We send you an email for 14 days with simple, doable challenges to help strengthen and improve your relationship. And on our website, we also have a bunch of free resources for your relationship. So we encourage you to check those out. Uh, we also have our love tribe on Facebook. Uh, we encourage you guys to join the tribe and uh, be there for support for each other. If you have questions or just need some relationship advice, we are all here for each other. Um, the group has grown to almost a thousand people um, and we love it. So we hope you guys join that. You can go to Facebook, Love Tribe Fam, and you'll find us right there. And if you are interested in learning more about our flagship course, Spark My Relationship, we hope you guys check it out. We have a special offer that is only for podcast listeners. So you can go to sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock and you can unlock that special offer and learn more as always thank you guys so much and we'll see you next week you were listening to a pleasure podcast for more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com.